Hello once again. Good morning. So, still um, reading devotionals or converting written devotionals into word into um, listenable form. So we're still reading, doing business God's way, and this is day two. Day two, and the focus of day two is godly stewardship produces growth. Godly stewardship produces growth. And some of the scriptures we're going to be reading today is uh, Luke 19, 11 to 27, Proverbs 20, verse 5, Luke 16, 10 to 12. I'm going to read the scriptures before I read the body of the devotional. So Luke chapter 19 from verse 11, it says, Now as they heard these things, he spoke another parable because he was near Jerusalem. <clears throat> and because they thought the kingdom of God would appear immediately. Therefore, he said, A certain noble man went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. So he called ten of his servants, delivered to them ten miners, and said to them, Do business till I come. But his citizens hated him and sent a delegation after him, saying, We will not have this man to reign over us. And so it was that when he returned, having received the kingdom, he then commanded these servants to whom he had given the money to be called to him, that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. Then came the first, saying, Master, your miner has earned ten miners. And he said to him, Well done, good servant, because you were faithful in, in very little. Have authority over ten cities. And the second came saying, My Master, your miner has earned five miners. Likewise, he said to him, You also be over five cities. Then another came saying, Master, here is your miner, which have kept put away in a handkerchief, for I feared you, because you are an oster man. You collect what you did not deposit and reap what you did not sow. And he said to him, out of your own mouth, I will judge you, you wicked servant. You knew that I was an oster man, collecting what I did not deposit, reaping what I did not sow. Why then did you not put my money in the bank that at my coming, I might have collected it with interest? And he said to those who stood by, take the miner from him. And give it to him who has ten miners. But they said to him, Master, he has ten miners. For I say to you that to everyone who has will be given. And from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. But bring here those enemies of mine who did not want me to reign over them and slay them before me. Proverbs 20 verse 5. Counsel in the heart of man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Luke chapter 16 from verse 10 to 12. He who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. And he who is unjust in what is least is unjust also in much. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust? the true riches. If you have not been faithful in what is another man's, who will give you what is your own? And so to the devotional, focus is godly stewardship produces growth. So to those who are familiar with the terrible plight faced by much of Eastern Europe after decades of communism, one fact is self-evident. Without the responsible stewardship of private property and, person, and personal initiative, the ability for self-rule and productivity is lost. 
This is the practical message of socialism. It destroys man's rulership, man's rulership capabil uh, capabilities and capacities. And since God has called us to be kings, rulers, priests, intercessors, anything that destroys or blunts either is not from God. God helps us to grow up by giving us responsibility, which begins with exercising authority over someone, some talent, or some task. Without responsibility, we will put very little truth into practice. The measure of our maturity is directly related to how we care for what God has entrusted to us. God has placed us in his earthly workshop to make us grow up and to extend his kingdom in the process. The obstacles that are within us and outside us form the, the bubbles we must pump in order to grow spiritual muscles. Exercising responsibility and undergoing personal growth is the training routine of the Lord Jesus and all the franchise junior partners who follow him. God has given each of us at least five assets for which we will have to answer to Christ regarding our stewardship. One, our physical body. Two, our conscience. Three, our relationship with others. Four, our talents. Five are possessions. These items are on loan from God and we are to follow God's word in their stewardship and bring them back to him with increase. God is directly related. Growth is directly related to responsibility. So if you have nothing under your care, it is difficult to grow up. Let's now examine two of these assets, our relationship with others and our possessions. First, within your work environment, how are you relating to your customers, your employees, your colleagues? Are you drawing out and developing their skills and wisdom? A Christian business isn't simply an honest business or one that properly pays its taxes. Rather, it is one committed to developing human beings because that is the Father's heart. Good leaders help others discover the plans and visions God has for them. That's the focus of Proverbs 20 verse 5 or the point that Proverbs 25 is making. If you want the Father's blessing on what you do, you will make it a priority to discover the gifts of those who work with you, saved or unsaved, and draw them into what God created them to be, not to leave them as mere employers or employees or co-workers, but members of the divine partnership of the Almighty, of the Almighty and family. You are about God's business as you begin to help others descend their gifts and fulfill their calling by the power of the Holy Spirit. The unsaved will get saved and the saved will grow into maturity. That is what economic evangelism and discipleship is about. I would like to repeat that. That is what economic evangelism and discipleship is all about. Second, Maturation in the stewardship of possessions is a major part of all the training in your spiritual life. Good leaders help their people become better stewards. Jesus revealed these principles about growing in maturity as stewards. He who is faithful in a very little thing is faithful also in much. And he who is unrighteous in a very little thing is unrighteous also in much. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the use of unrighteous wealth, 
who will entrust the true riches to you if you've not been faithful in the use of that which is another's who will give you that which is your own luke 16 10 to 12 we grow one from small to large two from natural to spiritual three from managing someone else's things to managing our own god has a wise employer, father, brings his servants into mature fellowship with himself by making them work, by making them his work partners. Unity comes from sharing goals, responsibility, and time together. God's original intent has always been to build with us to think that he designed the created order to respond to man's care is an awe-inspiring is awe-inspiring indeed. I will repeat that. To think that he designed the created order to respond to man's care is awe-inspiring indeed. And we'll take a thought away for the day. It says, we grow by caring for people and things. Growth is directly related to responsibility. This devotional is by Dennis Peacock. And we pray that as you apply these words to yourself, as you realize more and more and more who God has created you to be, um, let the Lord help us see clearly that responsibility is consistent with growth. You know, as the thought for the day said, it says growth is directly related to responsibility. We grow by caring for people and things. So we ask the Lord today to give us seeing eyes. Give us eyes that see value in people. Give us eyes that identify the different areas that God expects us to to serve. And I would like to quickly say that, you know, the five areas of stewardship that were mentioned our physical bodies, our conscience, our relationship with others, our talents, our possessions. I would like to add a sixth one, the earth, the earth, our environment. Our environment is part of God's requirement, where we live, how we treat what God created. You know, so our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says it was bought with a price. Our conscience you will have a responsibility to wash it, keep it clean with the water of the word and prayer. Our relationship with others. We have a responsibility to treat people right and identify their God-given value and be value-driven people, people who God has wired to give value to others. Our talents, to hone our talent, develop. You have no, we have, none of us have any excuse to keep our talents untrained. On, on, on God gave us responsibility to train our talents like the guy who converted his 10 miners and grew it into another 10, the one who grew five into another five, you know, than the one who took his and hid it in some handkerchief, leaving your, 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 your ability in potential states, not converting it to kinetic state, you know, growing it into something that is in motion. And he got punished for that. Our possessions, you know, the, the wealth that God puts in our hand. But then, and then I add to it, the earth, the environment. God has given us responsibility to nurture the environment, to steward the environment. So destroying the environment is ungodly. 
destroying what God has created is ungodly. So these are some of the things that God would require feedback from all of us from. You know, there are so many things to learn from these devotionals and we pray that the Lord gives us wisdom and insight and makes us wiser and gives us the understanding to apply obedience. And God bless you. And God bless you as we share uh, day three of this devotional tomorrow. So all thanks to to Dennis Peacock for putting together this awesome devotional. And we trust God that it's blessing you. Have a wonderful day. God bless you.